my conspiracy. So you know how TikTok is a Chinese company? So what if the coronavirus was created by TikTok so everyone can stay inside and join TikTok? Welcome back to Persian Girl Podcast, quarantine edition. Millie and I are doing this from across the country. She's all the way back home in LA. And I'm stuck here in New York. <laughs> and Great Neck, the cesspool of CV. cesspool of COVID-19. I just want to like say how much has changed since our, since our last episode. Like, it was weird because we knew, we made a joke about coronavirus, but we were like, it's also not funny. And, like, I'm still going to make jokes about it because you have to make light of something that's so twisted. But, um, I mean, yeah, it was just, like, two weeks ago when we were in the comfort of, like, the studio and now, you know. Yeah. (laughs) Social isolation. Social distancing. Social distance. Yeah, self-isolation, social distance, whatever. Um, so since our last episode, I went away. Um, I had a trip planned and it almost got canceled because of all the fear around this virus. Um, I still went away, came back. I've been quarant- self-quarantined for about a week now. Really packed up and went back home. I can home. say my own story. Thank you. <laughs> obviously, I just want to create drama. <laughs> what? You said, obviously, Millie's very on edge and is just going to keep shitting I on me. I just want to create drama. Um, well, so my lease was ending at the end of March, so I put most of my stuff in storage. So I, I actually, like, I was planning on staying in New York. I was just going to renew my lease or something or just extend it for a month. But then, like, I don't know, just, like, the prospect of, like, staying alone in my apartment, which is, like, a really small studio for an undetermined amount of time freaked me out. And my parents were like, you need to come here. And I was also scared to get on a plane, but they said that they were just like, no, you're coming here. So, like, I literally packed my entire life my apartment in the matter in in the span of like a day and a half and then it was so much stuff i'm actually disturbed by how much stuff i've accumulated uh i apparently haven't caught on to like the minimalism trend of my fellow millennials but um what was that lady's name that everyone was mary kondo yeah kondo definitely not on that on make that. you smile throw it in the garbage like nothing makes me smile when I'm so <laughs> uh yeah so I brought a bunch of luggages and now I'm back in LA with my lovely family <laughs> I was so sincere no I, I mean 
but I love my family. It's just like, you know, being like quarantined. With them has been intense. Yeah. Um, my dad is still crazy. He's still going to work in the city every day. What? Yeah, and my mom's like, number one, you're putting us at risk. Number two, eventually you're going to get a ticket. Because apparently they're giving out tickets to people who, like, go against quarantine rules. I don't know. No, I, I was saying that they should do that. They are. What do you mean they are? Um, you know what's funny? I think we've spoken about this on past episodes. That, like, in the Persian community, it's... Like, people look down on you if you have, like, an illness. And it's not like it's something that you chose. It's not like it's some, It's not like you did something wrong and you got this illness. Like, you just, like, it happens. You get sick. But, like, in the Persian community, it's seen as, like, shameful to, like, be sick. So people mm-hmm. try to hide whenever they're sick. So, like, the more people in Great Neck that are getting, like, that are getting sick, one of my mom's friends was telling her was, like, she was saying, like, shame on these people for not being honest about being sick because they should tell other people that they've been in contact with recently that they got sick so that they can go get tested. But instead of being honest about it, a lot of Persians are just, like, trying to hide the fact that they have coronavirus. And, like, some people, everyone in the community knows already that they, that they got it. But, like, a lot of people are hiding it. And my mom's just, like, this, my mom's friend was telling my mom, like, it's kind of fucked up. Like, don't hide the fact that you have it. Like, tell people you have it so people you've been around can go get tested. No, I mean, it's that's very messed up. I don't... When are they going to understand that, like, this virus is more... It's bigger than Aburu. Like, no one gives a shit. Like, there's people at risk here. It's crazy. Yeah, this community just has this, like, intense feeling of shame around like illness and I don't know it's kind of ridiculous but yeah I feel like every kind of like niche of society is like not every but like there's different ways people are being problematic with it like I don't know there's I was listening to like Governor Cuomo he was saying this like so many young people who are just like still going to parks like all the parks in new york city they're like really packed right now like everyone you wouldn't think anything's wrong and it's like why like why aren't people taking this more seriously like if you want to go outside like fine like go you know what i mean just like walk around in your neighborhood or like stay distant from each other like don't go to like i don't know I, i just think it's crazy um but also I posted about this New York Times article on our story. This um, Ashkenazi Jewish woman had uh, wrote, written about like the Persian Jewish community in Great Neck and the, the like, not the title of the article, but like the short description of the article was like very much like clickbait. She was like, oh, like social distancing for the Persian Jewish community in Great Neck means gatherings of 400 people. And it's like that that sets up the article to make it seem like someone had a 400 person event, which was not the case at all. There was just someone that she interviewed and he made a joke about that. But it's like she sets up this article and it's like making I don't know. I just think it's like really 
anti-Semitic in a way. I, I think there's like, all, I don't know. It's like not, it's like such a niche anti-Semitism, but like there is like that kind of feeling where like Mizrahi Jews feel that Ashkenazi Jews are like, and not anti-Semitic, but you know, I'm trying to think of like an, a word. I don't think it's most in general, like, to be fair, there's just, like, so much going on. Like, for example, there's this one rabbi in Great Neck that I really, just, like, really irks me. And he was telling people, like, you should still go to synagogue and have big gatherings and blah, blah, blah. Like, and, like, no. It was just, like, so ridiculous. Like, like I just, can't like, believe. Are you serious? Yeah. And, like, this, so like, disturbing. Like, pisses me off so much but so many people in Great Neck love him and he just says the most ridiculous stuff he's like God will watch over you because you're doing something Jewish and it's like no that's not how that's not how God works yeah that's also not how like science works um yeah but I'm I'm starting to freak out I like I I just think the unforeseeable future is what freaks me out. Like, same, I don't know how long same. Like, I'm not actually, like, the days are actually going by kind of fast. Like, Which is depressing. No, it'd be more depressing if it was going by slow. I'd be going crazier. Like, I'm, I'm working out a little bit, which is something I don't ever do. Um, I once went a whole year without stepping into a gym. Like, I, like, like, I don't know. I have, like, this time, like, I'm filling my days with shit, like, the, the days are going by fairly fast. I just hope that it doesn't last long because I feel like the longer it goes on for, the less I'm going to have to fill my days with and I'm just going to start going crazy. I mean, yeah, the uncertainty of it all is also what... Um, also, the amount of unsettling. guys hook up and cuddle right now, like, no, I'm not leaving my house. I'm not going near you. <laughs> Not everyone would agree with me. A lot of my girlfriends are trying to, they're, they're like, oh, I'm not going to see any of my friends. But then they're like, oh, I really want to see this boy. And I'm like, mm, the thirst. <laughs> I mean, I haven't had, actually, I haven't had, a lot of people are like, oh, so many guys have been like hitting me up. Like no one is really, I mean, there's just like one person, but it was like mutual, but like, I don't have any like, I didn't have any randos. Like, I didn't have any exes. I mean, I guess my only ex I have a restraining order against. <laughs> yeah, I guess that makes it kind of hard for him to... <laughs> who, are my, who are my exes? No one can really come crawling back. <sighs> um, I but I... I'm my house right now. Wait, can, can we pause? <laughs> yeah. Okay, we're back recording um no there's definitely a lot of people out there not taking this seriously at all like trying to like meet up over hinge or something it's like why are you trying to meet up with someone you wait don't even really know? people are doing that yeah. or like even like just people where would you go meet up like at their houses like oh, um or even people that like i already know but it's like quarantine's a serious thing like <laughs> coming from the girl who just came back from an island yeah you literally just went to like a rave festival 
in yeah, the Yeah, but now that it's over, I'm taking my quarantine very seriously. It's really hard um, to talk to each other over video chat because I get to see all of my facial expressions while I talk, and I look really weird when I talk. Like, I move my same. face a lot. Same, yeah. I don't like being able to see myself when I talk, and my eyes get really big randomly. Do I just have, like, a spastic face? Like, do I just not know how to control my facial expressions? I don't know. I think next to me, you might be good because I <laughs> literally like i get stopped and questioned about my facial expressions so well yeah your most of your facial expressions just look like you're in utter shock and disbelief (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's how i feel (laughs) and like in your head really that's just your spacing out face and then people think that like you're disgusted by them in reality, we're just, like, thinking about, like, corn chips or something. Like. Exactly. You need to be my spokesperson. <laughs> no, was- a lot, when I first introduced you to a lot of my friends, they were like, why does Millie hate me? And I'm like, no, she doesn't hate you. She's just shy and spacing out. <laughs> oh, my God. But now they know you, so they know that you don't hate them. <laughs> the other day, I was, like, anxious. My anxieties about, like, actually getting the virus have passed, but, like... I was having a phase where I was like, I might just get it and die. And then I was talking to you on the phone and you were like, um, like, you know what? I know a lot of people who have it, like you're going to get it. And if you're healthy, you just have some chicken soup and eventually it goes away. And I was like, (laughs) no, but honestly, that made me feel so much better. And I told my parents that you said that and they were like, honestly, we love Natalie. (laughs) Why do you tell your parents the stupid things I said? What do you mean? They didn't think it was stupid. They said that, that you have a really good attitude and they're happy you're my friend because I'm such a, like, anxious ball of, like, you know, so. You know what's funny? It's actually really funny that you say that because my mom was recently talking to, like, three friends of hers and they're all either on anti-anxiety or antidepressants. And one of her friends was like, you – to my mom she was like you seriously don't take antidepressants my mom's like no I don't I don't take any medication like for anxiety or depression and her friend was just like in utter shock she's like I can't live a single day without my antidepressants and like like I just like think it's so funny how it's like a whole psychology thing it's like uh what's that thing like nature versus nurture like you're born with part of your personality and then like you're raised to the rest of it so some people are just naturally born with that like anxiety or that need for like a boost inside of them and people are always so shocked that my mom doesn't take anything but sometimes I feel like because she's so not anxious she's also too much in la la land like a lot of the time my mom like growing up would just say things and I'm like mom that's like the most unrealistic la la thing I've ever heard and then I hear myself talk, and I'm like, I'm just a You're mini just, version yeah. of my mom. I'm in La La Land a lot of the time. You definitely are. Yeah, but, I'm, I'm like the mayor of La La Land. Yeah, but I guess, like, what's... I wish I was someone who could turn to, like, anti-anxiety medication or antidepressants, but I also like a hypochondriac for like medication like i hate taking pills so 
Well, yeah, also a lot of people do their best not to turn to that because then you become like dependent on this meeting has been upgraded by the host and now includes unlimited minutes. What? Yeah, we're using Zoom and it's apparently there's a 40 minute time limit, but they removed it. Wow, thank you for being so understanding. There's a <laughs> pandemic and you're trying to limit our fucking. <laughs> um, oh my God, thank God I got a message that all college loans have been um, frozen and like all interest has been frozen. Oh, thank God. Yeah, they needed that because my bank account not looking so good yeah i mean it's really devastating what's i'm recording my podcast is that your dad it's like my whole family <laughs> you know those memes where it's like trying to do a class online in a persian household it's yeah. like <laughs> my classes hasn't haven't started uh yet like back again but i already can see what's going to happen um is your house also putting onions everywhere is my house the inanimate object my house putting oh like my house, house. Mm, what's in avenue <laughs> okay no, like your household. Like my mom heard that onions um, absorb bacteria. So there's just whole onions in every corner of my house. No, they're not doing that. No one's doing that here. Um, you can best believe my dad is eating a lot of onions because I like vegetables that are white are very good, like very antibacterial. Uh, and <laughs> I know and fruits so like yeah i don't know onions garlics pears asian pear fennel like all these things are very good alcohol is also really good i haven't had a single urge to drink at home i don't know it's not the same yeah it's not the same but i like forced myself there's a lot of people out there just getting really fucked up at home like doing a shit ton of like drugs you know what industry is booming right now drug dealers their business oh. is booming. like everyone else is going out of business you know who's making a shit ton of money drug dealers oh i thought you, know? you were gonna say the like pharmaceutical industry no like people are ordering like shrooms and weed and acid and ecstasy to their houses just to escape like the idea of being alone at home what people are tripping at home yeah. <laughs> that's so bizarre I, I would that's such a like setup for a panic attack like i don't know for like a bad trip in my head that's i don't so necessarily weird. think so. i know a lot of people who even without the whole coronavirus thing like we do shrooms at home by themselves sometimes or other things. I can't relate. I don't know. I guess I, I've never experienced it. So I... Yeah, I have yet to try shrooms, but it's on my bucket list. I'm so good on that. Like, I'm so fine to never. 
I like naturally am tripping. So. <laughs> You're naturally just hearing voices constantly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, <laughs> I'm just really trying not to gain weight. Like, I don't want this to become like a hibernation type of thing where like, I'm like gaining weight and I'm not seeing any of my friends. So there's nobody to tell me that I'm getting fluffy and like chubby. And then I come out of this hibernation and like all my friends are going to be like, what the fuck? What the also, fuck? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is a TikTok. I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? Um, what, the, what the hell? What the, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I wonder if like any of our listeners know so TikTok, so they know what we're talking about, or they just think that we're insane. I know. What if we lose listeners because we've been talking about TikTok? Wait, this is a good time to talk about my conspiracy. So you know how TikTok is a Chinese company? So what if the coronavirus was created by TikTok so everyone can stay inside and join TikTok? Because I've seen so many adults join TikTok in the past week. Yeah, that's definitely why they did it. No, you know what the real reason is? So the government did it so they could change the batteries in the pigeons. Oh my god. I what if it's true? Like you know, <laughs> you know this whole conspiracy that birds aren't real and they're just government drones. So the virus isn't real and the government just wants us to stay home so to change the batteries. In the yeah. Air. Exactly. Also the earth is flat. Think about it, guys. Use your also, brains. Don't let the system control you, man. Apparently, Putin um, <laughs> was in on this, and that's why there's no cases in Russia. And apparently, he unleashed lions all over Russia to get people to stay home. I wonder if there's anyone stupid enough when they see these memes of fake news that they think it's actually news. No, there there are. You so have no idea, like, there are some, like, very... I mean, I don't know, like, my brother was saying, like, one of his friends, like, had, like, a weird conspiracy theory about, like, or was it about this? I don't know. He just, like, was saying, telling me something weird his friend said, and I was like, wow, this is someone who, like, grew up in, like, a largely metropolitan area, and, like, he's says something so backwards. Like, imagine what people from, like, you know, the South or, like, you know what I mean? Like, really buttfuck areas say it's like you know what i mean if like we're in a relatively like modern area you know what i mean with like progressive people but like i don't know i mean like listen i think even for a lot of us who have foreign parents i hear my parents just repeat a lot of like like let's say like clickbait like quotes that they hear on yeah. the news yeah repeat it to their friends and then it just becomes like a tell a broken telephone of like news quotes that aren't true that these adults are repeating to each other, and then it, like it all just gets like so fucked up. Um, so yeah, people are very gullible, and people just believe whatever they hear on the news because they think it's true. Well, like I, at the end of the day, it's like, more like things. It's like. 
I call it like WhatsApp news. Like I feel like WhatsApp is like the main oh source for like spreading all this fake news. Adult WhatsApp is so weird. So scary. Very perverted. But, yeah. Oh my god. Like, like really horny? I, What's going I was working I was working at a restaurant and the old woman that like kind of owns the restaurant slash cooks there was showing me a video on WhatsApp that her like sister sent her or something and she's like oh my god natalie look at this it's so funny it's so funny and it was like two girls on a red carpet at an event and one of them took off her underwear and then gave it to the other girl and the other girl put on the underwear and she's like oh my god isn't this so funny and i'm like this what 80 year old people send each other like it was so weird and it was just like a bunch of men watching it was so weird like that's like so adult watching dark dark like realm to enter like it's yeah, they're all really horny. <laughs> yeah, like, we're bad. <laughs> what? We think we're bad. We think that we make weird memes and whatever. But like these adults, like they send each other the weirdest shit. Yeah. Well, the thing is, like, okay, so the the ways that like the adult memes are sexual, they're kind of like so distant that they're. They can't really hit too close to home because they're so bizarre. But then at the same time, like, we'll like, like, a meme that was, like, originally a tweet. And there'll be, like, something really graphic and sexual that, like, actually hits close to home. So it's, like, who are we? But they're also, like, not deranged. They're very, like, they're something. I don't know. You know what I mean? But, like, their, their, like, version of memes are very straightforward. Like, I feel like, to an extent, our memes of today have like you you have to like know certain references exactly to get it yeah. but they're straightforward their memes are like look boobs like, yeah look at this ball sack oh cool <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna love writing the description for this episode <laughs> no but like um, adult memes are just really weird it's like it's like look at these stars they're wearing lingerie and that's it that's the whole meme (laughs) look this old man stared at this woman's boobs (laughs) they're big boobs (laughs) (laughs) i just like i just feel like i should read off like some of the like memes that my mom sends me i know wait let's open our whatsapp right now I'm going online. Okay, let's let's look at some of the memes my mom sends me. Oh, here's a good one. Latest police report for 24 hours. Robbery zero. Crime zero. Accident zero. Husband wife fights. 84,635. 84, Who writes this shit? I don't understand who writes this. Um, Ugh, all of them are videos I can't find like my mom sent me a picture of earth and then there's like a sorry we're close sign on <laughs> oh, um, oh she sent me a picture of boxes of matzah and it says eat this and you won't need toilet paper <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's actually really funny though um i hate matzah it's like the stupidest thing it's like 
tastes like shit and it still has gluten in it. Like, I'm good. Here's another Corona meme my mom sent me, but this one's in Hebrew. It says, the housekeeper called to let us know she's working from home this week. So like, these memes are just so straightforward. Like, there's nothing funny behind them. There's no reading into it. There's no reference. There's no creativity. So, yeah, like, memes that these adults send each other, they just have, like, no genius to them. I don't know what to call this, but it's a it's WhatsApp humor. It's boomer humor. It's just, like, it's so stupid it makes me laugh. It's kind of nice. It's just, like, simple. But, yeah, back to coronavirus. I don't know. Like, life is just really weird right now. It's just this, like, weird limbo of, like, nobody knows what's going to happen and everything is on hold. Like, work is on hold. Dating is on hold. School's on hold. It's just, like, nothing is happening all at once. I wonder when we're just going to stop even like categorizing like days of the week like who cares what day it is anymore you know like time is a construct i mean i definitely didn't know what day it was today but i wonder like how is life gonna go back to normal you know what i mean like like i was thinking imagine like it's a few months it's like a couple months from now we're like in like may and, like, people are going out again. Like, are we going to feel comfortable, like, bumping into each other? You know? I don't think like, anyone's really going out in May. I don't think. You think it's going to last longer? I don't know. I don't want to speculate, especially because we're, like, this is a, like, a public platform. But, um, I mean, there's the possibility that this could be – yeah, longer than we expected. It, it all depends on, like, how seriously people take social distancing. Like, we are the ones who have the um, power to stop it or let it go, like, get really out of hand. I think the problem with, with the numbers escalating so quickly in Europe, like in Italy and France, is because... I think they have this mentality that they're kind of like above the law or like, they're just like, it's just kind of like elitist attitude where it's like, Oh, well that won't actually happen to us. And it's like, well, it, like it actually did happen to you. Um, but I think Americans like are good about that a bit. Like there are obviously like the moronic spring breakers who are like still in Miami on the beach, but like they need to, they should just like enforce martial law in south florida at this point but wow i really need to tone down the um vocal fry but <laughs> i wonder if the quarantine is gonna make that worse oh for sure you're gonna start dogging like <laughs> but um, no they seriously but i think now tickets to people yeah a lot it's just ridiculous you're yourself at risk you're putting others at risk um it's kind of crazy like um one of my friends that lives in queens was going jogging and the park is full of people playing soccer like having picnics like doing family time like 
do fucking family time in your house. Yeah. Like, what, what the f- That's crazy. I don't know. But, I mean, it's going to have to get worse for people to take it more seriously. And I also, in, like, what you were saying, like, how are things going to go back to normal? Like, I think this is really going to change, like, the attitude in America. Like, this decade is just going to be very different. This is, like, a monumental event. Like, this is bigger than... Well, like, we've never experienced anything like this, such a lockdown. I feel like people are just going to be so nervous, you know? I, growing up in a suburb outside of Manhattan, when you're in Manhattan a lot, you're just so used to people bumping into you. You're used to, I don't know, like, you, you can't necessarily be the most OCD person and live in Manhattan. Like, you're just used to certain things. But now, like, I, I can't imagine walking down the street and, like, being okay with the fact that someone bumps into me. Um, yeah. I, I went to the bank today to, like, whatever, like, use the ATM. And somebody walked into the ATM room when I was in there, and I seriously got nervous. And, like, thankfully, they stood on the other side of the room. Um, when I'm, when I'm walking down the street, people will like go to the other side of the street if we're about to pass each other. Um, people are really, really nervous and it's a good thing. People should be nervous right now, but like, I'm just like wondering like how it's going to affect Manhattan in general when this is all over. Like, like how long is it going to take before we're okay with being in big crowds again and being at concerts again and not feeling like scared and not feeling nervous because like god forbid what if we start what if the government starts saying like it's okay to go back to work it's okay to do this it's okay to do that and then the virus starts like coming back again well that's that's what that article i sent you was saying about the 18 month thing that it's not necessarily that we're going to be quarantined for 18 months but the fact that this virus is going to come and go in waves and also the like yeah, that the virus was around since, like, December, and, like, no one was talking about it, like, it's possible that, like, many people had it this flu season, but, like, yeah, it's really possible, um, I was talking to a lot of people that were saying that they honestly weren't feeling well, like, a couple months ago, and it's possible that it wasn't just the regular flu, and that they had it, and that it came, and it went, and they survived it, but that they didn't know. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what makes it, like, so the unpredictability of it is, like, you could be, like, not showing symptoms and still carry it. Maybe people don't really want to hear this. I also think a lot of people are, like, over... I wonder if people even want it. Like, every time my parents talk about it, I start screaming. I'm like, how, like what is there to say anymore? Like, why do we need to, like, well, let's just, like, stop talking about it. So it's, like... like also, I think a lot of people are overreacting. Like, a lot of people are, like, I need to be outside. I'm, like, before the virus, you were an antisocial freak who spent most of their time inside. Like, why are you freaking out? Like, I need sex. Like, you haven't had sex in seven months, but suddenly, like, this virus happened and, like, you need to go out and fornicate. Like, calm the fuck down. Yeah. Out. No, I know. Well, it's because, like, we're, we're, what? <laughs> I said, stop pretending like you guys had a sex life before the virus. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it's because, like, we're faced with, like, an actual number. Do you know what I mean? Whereas, like, 
before if you like can't get laid it's like a really abstract concept because like you know what i mean you're not measuring it but like now it's like this amount of days you can't go you know what i mean so it's like acting like children because like i remember as a kid when my mom would tell me not to do something i had to do it like i one time she told me don't touch this bottle of crazy glue and i had to touch the bottle of crazy glue like it never occurred to me before then to touch the bottle of crazy glue but when she said i couldn't i had to and then i glued my hands together i feel like that's how everyone's acting right now like the government's like don't go outside before this people were hardly going outside to begin with you were all on their phones all like they everyone was indoors happy but now that the government said don't go outside everyone's like i must go outside and yeah that's such a good point that's such a good point like it's it's like kind of really immature and ridiculous like none of you had a problem staying indoors a couple months ago but suddenly you all wanted to be in the park i've never seen parks so busy like during these months in new york like we're still in fucking march it's not summer yet you guys need to calm the fuck down yeah Um, yeah like everyone's just like doing the opposite of what they're told i don't know why everyone's acting like five-year-old natalie like five-year-old natalie like grew out of that phase she's done doing that now you guys need to all come like calm the fuck down (laughs) let's have some chicken soup and calm down (laughs) just have some chicken soup and survive yeah (sighs) She booed, she should. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do, though, if my dad actually starts staying home. <laughs> it's going to be a real pain in my ass. Like, right now, I'm fine. Right now, it's just me and my mom hanging out all day. But, like, as soon as my dad decides to start staying home from work, I hope he just stays in his room. <laughs> I'm not going to be okay. Yeah, I wish I had advice to give people who are like, maybe we sound fucked up. Maybe we're the only people. No, I'm sure people are fed up with their families. Oh my God, for sure. Are you kidding me? Everyone's fed up. Yeah. Yesterday, I saw something that's like, oh, like, do like 100 squats a day challenge thing like that and it's like it only takes three minutes to do it and i was like oh i'll just try that um yeah it takes three minutes if you have like the stamina of like uh i don't know bodybuilder it was so hard i almost died i only made it to 50 but i had also been doing a bunch of other exercises so but yeah i feel like i'm doing a lot more workouts like at home and like I, <laughs> I found like a bunch of exercises from like TikTok. So, oh my God. <laughs> I love how communicative my my household is. Like my dad just came home, and I just got a text from my my mom. Your dad is home because I don't normally wear pants at home. So I think my mom's just like warning me that if I choose to come out of my room anytime soon, I should probably put pants on. Oh, that's nice of her. Yeah, it gives me anxiety how you don't wear pants. So I also, like, in my apartment. Pants give you anxiety. No, like, for that same reason as well, because I feel like your house always has visitors and stuff. 
Yeah, that's true. Yeah, a lot of the time, like, when my dad comes home, like, I need to yell, like, I yell at him. I'm like, go straight to your room. Like, don't come to the living room. I need to go put pants on. Yeah. That's just, like, a normal thing in my household at this point. I just don't like pants. It's very constricting. I guess you're just not a civilized person. Okay. Wow, Natalie. I don't like... <laughs> Na- Natalie, don't like pants. Natalie, make water. <laughs> Natalie, eat meat. Ooh, uh, uh, uh. Like, no, I also... I'm, I'm, I'm not wearing pants right now. I got it. Fuck you. I'm the same way. I think that's something we have in common. I don't like wearing clothes, really, at all. Yeah, the, the less clothes, the better. The less clothes I know, the better. The less I know, the better. The less clothes I wear, um, I wear, the better. Literally this week, I had pizza for breakfast four days in a row. What? How do you even manage to do that? I don't know. My mom keeps ordering pizza. So okay. tonight I decided we're having salad with sardines. <laughs> To balance out all the pizza. Oh my goodness. I'm definitely going to gain a lot of weight in isolation. I was gaining weight when I was at my apartment, but then since I came here, like my parents make the meals such a like activity that it just gives me anxiety. So I just like try to stay. <laughs> but also like everyone in my house is a fucking like sous chef. Like, it's insane, like, the kind of meals my brother and my mom have been making, like, it's out of control. Like, everything is, like, gourmet. Oh, poor Millie. No, I'm, I'm saying, like, it's crazy, like... My mom's just ordering pizza every day. <laughs> I feel bad, I'm like, I, like... I don't know, like, I feel guilty, it's, like, really like popping in the Ephraim household. It's so fun. There's this one restaurant in LA that's been taking like the the like they're taking their measures very seriously with coronavirus like they're keeping it I don't know they're like practicing like, what is it? Why can't I speak English? Cleanliness? Yeah, like they're very hygienic or whatever. Anyways, this restaurant is called All Time. It's my favorite restaurant probably ever. And that's the only place I've been getting food from if I do eat outside. Um, it's just everything there is like flawless. And like, you can't, you can only order online and then like you have to go pick it up and like they don't even interact with you they just like leave it in a box by the counter and then you go pick it up and then like oh and then i went to earth bar which is like my favorite place to go by this is how you this is like when the la side of me comes out uh i mean there is only is there only one side of me um but there's yeah earth bar it's it's like a vitamin store but they also sell smoothies and stuff like that like a health store. Um, I went there to go buy vitamins for my mom's friend and I was wearing gloves and a mask. And then when I 
walked in they like stopped me and they're like okay like you have to take off your gloves go to the bathroom wash your hands and then we're gonna give you our gloves like they were taking it so seriously and I actually really respected that so shout out to all time and earth bar my favorite establishments in LA at the moment support your local businesses oh my god I can't with you I'm being ironic I know I'm hungry I know, I'm trying too. not to snack a lot. It's really hard. I don't know what to do. Well, I'm just going to start sharing, like, the supplements and herbs I've been taking. So, at the moment, I... Who wants to hear about what supplements and herbs you're taking? I feel like people do. Like, everyone wants to know what are the best things to take, and I'm very into health, and I haven't really, like, spoken about that on the podcast. Thank you very much, Natalie. Um, so in the mornings I take this, it's this kind of fish oil that like resets the way your body, it's called SPM active, but it kind of like restructures your DNA and like restructures the way your body absorbs vitamins. So I wake up, I like make a really tall glass of like warm water with lemon and I usually drink like two to three of those. And then I'll take like the vitamins that I should take on an empty stomach, um, which is just that. And then probiotics. But I'm going to start trying to take probiotics at night because I've heard that's a better time to take them. Um, and then with my food, I take vitamin C. I take vitamin D3 with K2 in it. And then I'll take B12. And then... Um, what else do I take? And then I'll, I'll like alternate like when I take turmeric and then I've been taking oregano oil. Um, first I tried doing it on my tongue. Like you put a few drops of it on your tongue. Um, and then you take a few deep breaths in and out, um, in through your mouth and out through your nose, but it's, you could actually burn yourself that way but it feels amazing. It's like very, very antibacterial and disinfecting and it helped a lot. I had like a really dry throat and sore throat like the past like week because of allergies or COVID, who knows? Um, but that helped a lot. But instead now I diluted in warm water and I kind of drink it like a tea. Cinnamon is very good. Um, and I've also been having elderberry syrup, so, and I've been feeling amazing ever since I started, because I was not feeling well, but now I feel really good, and then, of course, I'm doing nasal irrigation with Neomed. Um, if you guys want to try something really disgusting that some rabbi said is the cure, um, for COVID, I tried this drink and I almost threw up, but apparently it is the cure. So I'll just read it to you guys. Where is it? I'm pretty sure I sent it to you, Nelly. Um, yeah, you did send it to me. Two spoons of cinnamon, a fourth spoon of cardamom, half a spoon of cloves, and half a spoon of ginger, all in powdered form. Uh, in an eight ounce cup of boiling water, and then you have to sip it like tea. And 
it's so gross. I feel like and if it's gross, that means it's good for you. Like anything Natalie thinks tastes gross is probably healthy. Yeah, word. So <laughs> you guys can try it. And if you have um, coronavirus, maybe it will cure you. Maybe it won't. I don't know. I don't make any promises. But I'm actually talking to a guy right now from Hinge. We just matched today. And I'm telling him about the podcast. And he's asking how he can listen. Oh, is this the one that you're like, after you meet me, it'll be a win? Yeah. Okay, guys. Want to hear my pickup line for this guy? Um, his, uh, I'm not going to say his full name because I feel like I shouldn't. So just make up the first name. Um, Benjamin Loss. So I messaged him and I said, I see your name is Benjamin Loss. But it's time to change your name because matching with me is a real win. <laughs> and I, I was not expecting a response to that at all. I was just bored. And he actually responded, which was a shocker. But there you go, ladies. It's just proof that you can say whatever the fuck you want to these boys at this point, And they'll all respond to you because they're all really bored. I have nothing better to do. I haven't gone on Hinge. I did, like, I went on it for a second and there were so many coronavirus jokes that I was just, like, cringe. I know everyone's like, do you want to be my cuddle buddy? I know the best place in town for hand sanitizer, like, all this. Eh, uh, also, that screenshot you sent of the guy who wrote, like, oh, or obtuse because you are a cute girl or something, he, uh, he had also sent me that. These guys that they just copy paste, they don't change it up for different girls. They use the same one for every girl. I see. Do they not know of Unhinged, the Instagram? I think they're trying to get on Unhinged. Yeah, that's a good point. Maybe you get pussy if you get on Unhinged. Uh, yeah, but that guy's that guy's line is. I messaged one guy. I don't think he's ever gonna answer me. Um, he on his hinge, he had like a video, not just a photo of his abs. It was like a full on video of him like flexing his abs. So I messaged him like I, I just wanted to give him advice, and I was like, "You seem chill, but why the video of your abs? Stop trying so hard. It's not cute." Um. I did that once. And he responded, someone. you are a hater. And I'm like, I'm not a hater. I just think pictures of people's abs are lame, just being honest. Like, I was trying to help you. I'm trying to help you get, I don't know, more girls. I'm trying to help you become a normal human being. Like, just like, why? Why? Like, we don't need to see your abs. Like, oh, wow, great. You have abs. Like, I don't know. You try to help people that don't want to accept your help. There's nothing you can do. No, one time I had messaged, the, it was something like that. He had, like, a really cringe, like, shirtless photo, like, where he was, like, flexing. And it wasn't, like, even in the context of a beach. It was just, like, really random. And I was, like, I was just, like, I'm not matching with you to, like, to actually go out with you. I just wanted to say, like, whatever. I, like, made a comment. And I said it nicely. And then he was like, oh, like, could you tell me more? And, like, started asking me more questions. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I'm going to start charging you. Like, what do you think this is? What? 
My cat I'm is like, crying oh, outside of my room now. That makes me want to throw up at this point. What? This app makes me want to throw up at this point. I know. I think I'm going to delete it. Like, the hallmark of a good relationship. Being best friends with each other. What? Wow. Like, these responses are, like, best travel story. Did hula hula three days in a row? What, what the fuck is hula hula even? I don't even know. Oh my god, I bought a jump rope and it's actually like I hadn't done it in so long. It like really hurts my head every time I jump up and down. It's like really impactful and it you get tired really quickly. Maybe I'm just not sure. But it's a really good like way to do cardio if you're trying to stay indoors. When you do it, do you feel your brain moving around in your skull? Yes, that's why I don't like it. <laughs> my brain is so big. That's why her hair is so big. It's full of secrets. Wait, I feel like you would like this one. Biggest risk I've ever taken. At my bar mitzvah, I rhymed cousin Evan with candle number seven. Wait, that's really good. That's really good. Is he cute? No. <laughs> it sucks. Like, the guys with the cute answers are never cute. That's why, like, online dating is fucked up. Because, like, maybe in person I would have given them a chance. Because some people just, like, ooze charisma. And they'll be, like, ugly as hell. I'm all about the charisma. I don't know. Everyone's answers are just so identical. My friends would tell you that I'm honest, loyal, funny, kind, generous, and patient. Like, really? My friends would tell you that I'm annoying, probably an alcoholic, and insanely lazy. <laughs> You're not an alcoholic because you haven't been drinking. Yeah. yeah, I don't drink alone at home. I don't know. I just don't have the urge. Like everyone's like drinking wine all day, and I'm just like, pass. Yeah, I don't know why. Like even last night when I tried to drink, I just had like one little, like cup of gin, and I got such a headache. Like every time I try to drink, I get a headache. I don't know why, and I'm extremely hydrated, so I don't know what's going on. This guy wrote, typical Sunday, brunch on rooftop with nice beat. What does that even mean? <laughs> the way to win me over is cook me a nice dinner. I'm dead. Wow. Oh, my God. This guy wrote, I'm looking for someone to ruin my life. <laughs> Wait, I love that one. <laughs> Wait, the hallmark of a good relationship is no sign of it on social media. Wait, a shower thought I recently had. Forget about private plane, private boat, or private car. A private subway would be quite chill. Honestly. Wait, I've never, that's such an interesting idea. Private subway. Suggest a date if you have COVID 19, seeking immunity. <laughs> oh my goodness. We're so fucked up. 
We'll get along if you like avocado. What? These are so bad. I'm a regular at eating shakshuka. Wow. These men make me want to like sterilize myself. Most spontaneous thing I've done. Move to Colorado. What? I can't. <laughs> the key to my heart is Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> I want someone who loves kombucha. What I order for the table. Food. <laughs> wow. I'm looking for someone who loves hot sauce and tequila as much as I do. Wow, you're such a basic bitch. Wait, this guy is so obnoxious. There's like a photo of him drinking red wine and like his thing is what I order for the table. Truffle burrata. Oh shit, bro. So. We'll get along if you like John Mayer. Gross. You'll know I'll, I like... <laughs> I'm looking for Kira Knightley. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you know I like you if I ask to hang out again after the first date? Okay, I have a problem with this because I know most boys that are obsessed with me actually ghost me. So, yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> this guy wrote, you know I'll like you if I ask to hang out again after the first date, but I know that's not true because I know that there's so many boys who are obsessed with me who ghost me after the first date. But like they love me. Like I know that I know they love me. What like are I know you talking about? <laughs> um <laughs> silence for not oh my god, ew. Oh my god, all these guys' answers are Chipotle. My last meal would be Chipotle. My dream dinner guest, Chipotle. Finish the sentence, Chipotle. <laughs> I hate people. My mantra is, everyone on hold with customer service should be allowed to talk to one another. <laughs> Wait. Wait. That's brilliant. How can you get... Oh, you see what he, like... Why... Not that cute. cute. Okay, okay. Wait, show it on the screen. I already X'd him out. I've also been thinking about, like, for people who are kind of in a rush to get married and have kids, like, this must be really devastating. Like, this puts, like, so many, you know, this kind of, like, throws them off their schedule. Like, it's, this is going to delay that whole process by almost a year, potentially, or more. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of people who had to cancel their weddings, or their weddings were literally, like, just them two, and, like... No, I mean, like, people who are actually, like, in their 30s, and they're trying to date someone to find someone to marry, to have kids, and they're, like, on a, like, timeline yeah. that's going to, like, fuck with it a lot. Like, that kind of sucks. Yeah, honestly, that does suck. Do you know people who are, like, dating through FaceTime? Like, do, like... Yeah, I actually do. Like, first-time dates? Wait, this one's really funny. I'm My most here 
having a coughing attack during Shavasana. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's actually so funny. That is funny. No, yeah, I, I know people who did like first dates on FaceTime. And they're like, oh, wow. I mean, it wasn't a long date, but like they like decided to FaceTime each other. And, and how was it? How was well, it? It was good. They're still talking. Wow. All right. Well, I think that's it for this episode. We've been talking for quite some time. How long have we been talking? I can't even see. It's been an hour and 20 minutes almost. It's been an hour and 20 minutes? Holy shit. So we will see you all on the flip side. I hope everyone is staying safe and six feet away from each other. Guys, stay the fuck indoors. Wash your hands, disinfect your phones, your computers, everything. Your life. Disinfect your mind. Stop going to parks. Parks are not immune to coronavirus. I don't know why people think that. Um, eat lots of pizza. Don't eat dairy. It quotes the mucous membrane, which invites bacteria to grow. Uh, all I've been doing is eating dairy. <laughs> <laughs> Well then, okay. Till till next week. Till next week. Tough we'll, we'll be in the same place. <laughs> yeah, we'll see you from our beds or our toilets, <laughs> club toilet. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye.